0: Welcome to the Michael Myers Minute, where we delve into the 1978 horror classic Halloween one minute at a time. I'm your host, Robert Black. Minute 9 begins in the station wagon with Dr. Loomis and Nurse Chambers. We're in a garage for filming, the same one where the opening title's jack-o'-lantern was carved. Not sure if it is also the garage where Annie is killed. Dr. Loomis is, of course, Donald Pleasance. We've already talked about him, and I'm sure we'll talk about him again. Nurse Marion Chambers, on the other hand, is played by Nancy Stevens. She has a bunch of TV credits since 1965. Days of Our Lives, Bright Promise, Medical Center, The Mod Squad, The Magician, Harry Q, All in the Family, Charlie's Angel, Serpico, Policewoman, Executive Suite, The McLean Stevenson Show, Barnaby Jones, The Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew Mysteries, Chip's Police Story, and two TV movies. Panic in Echo Park, and Battered. She would also reprise the role of Marion Chambers in Halloween 2 and H-20. The dialogue here is ordered differently than in the script. I suggested, in minute eight, that the rearrangement makes Loomis subtly more personable. But for the most part, the scene inside the car plays the same. Marion, the only thing that ever bothers me is their gibberish, when they start raving on and on. I'm recording this episode out of order because the old copy wasn't that good, and I'm trying to remember if it was in the previous recording of this one or a different one where I suggested that Marion wasn't very woke because she says they're raving on and on because and they're talking gibberish. Whether I said it before or not, the point stands. She's not very good with mental patients. I mean, for 1978, maybe it's fine. Loomis, you haven't anything to worry about? He hasn't spoken a word in 15 years. I've already talked about how in the novelization that isn't true. Michael has talked. Marion, are there any special instructions? Loomis, just try to understand what we're dealing with here. Don't underestimate it. Marion, don't you think we could refer to it as him? She grabs her pack of cigarettes, even though in the film, because of the re-edit, she already has a lit one. Loomis, if you say so. Seconds 30 to 33, Marion raises a lit match and lights a new cigarette. Marion, your compassion is overwhelming, Doctor. In the script, Loomis glances at Marion as she lights a cigarette. She shoves the matches into the pack and tosses it on the dashboard. Marion, what do I give him when we take him in front of the judge? Loomis, Thorazine? We'll get back to Thorazine in minute 15. No? No? Actually, since I'm re recording this episode out of order, I know that I don't actually get around to talking about Thorazine in minute 15 as planned. The short version uh, Thorazine is a trade name for chlorpromazine, an antipsychotic. The first antipsychotic, apparently, discovered in 1950, arising out of a search for new antihistamines by Laboratoire Rome poulenc starting in 1933. When we get into the process of deinstitutionalization, which I do talk about at Minute 15, Thorazine is one of the reasons it was doable. In the 1960s, newer drugs came onto the scene, including antidepressants, that all owed their development to Thorazine. More quote-unquote mental patients could live their lives somewhere other than locked away inside places like Smith's Grove. Marion. You'd barely be able to stand up. Loose. That's the idea. Second 48, Marion sets the cigarette pack and matchbook on the dashboard scripted. Loomis stares at the pack of matches. The rabbit in red lounge. A little... it's not really a clue. It's just an odd detail that will come back later. I believe in my notes I point out later how it is a weird clue. But I'll give you a hint here. I have no idea why Michael would take the matches out of the car. Maybe he's trying cigarettes for the first time, and we missed it. And he is mentally a six-year-old, so maybe he saw the cigarettes, saw the matches, and got excited. Anyway, Marion smokes Parliament cigarettes, because care about brands. And more brands will come up later, so apparently I care. Lewis turns his eyes back to the rain-slipped road, the script says. Second 57, a line that isn't in the script... Marion, you're serious about it, aren't you? Loomis, yeah. He's cut off in the minute ends. It's an interesting question since it isn't in the script. You're serious about it, aren't you? About what exactly? What does she think he's serious about? What does she know about what he thinks of Michael Myers? In the comics, Loomis is involved with another nurse earlier was when he's taking care of michael as a child her name is jennifer she eventually ends up dead having fallen off the roof and he believes of course that michael did it but i'm wondering if he told or has told marion the same kind of things that he told jennifer as he raved on and on about how evil michael is the stuff that he tells sheriff brackett Maybe Marianne never realized he meant it until this conversation right here, in this dark and rainy night, driving their government car. you are serious about it, aren't you? Maybe she just realized it. Anyway, that is all for Minute Nine. The Michael Myers Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. You can stalk us on Twitter and Facebook, at MyersMinute. Or Instagram is really where it's at for this podcast lately. Uh, Michael Myers Minute. Or join our Facebook listeners group, 45 Lincoln Lane. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a nice review if you like what you hear. And if you really like what you hear, you can help out by donating through Patreon. Patreon.com slash MyersMinute. Until next time.